Hello everyone, and welcome back to a special Speculate one-shot, where the strange friends play boy problems by Colin Cummings. When last we left these wonderful tricksters on the train known as the Mr. Me Too, they had just left the train station and are headed to a destination unknown, or more likely just riding on this track for an undetermined amount of time until the owner, Whitney Ryder, decides to stop somewhere. With a plan to look for the vault of unreleased Carly Rae Jepsen music uh, that is presently somewhere at the head of this train. What is everyone's first move as a result? There is a restaurant car. The restaurant car is far from the meeting cars. Mm-hmm. This is a large company. Mm-hmm. A large company has interns. Definitely does. Shall we be interns getting lunch? I shall be an intern taking coffee to the meeting. The coffee will be cold by the time I get there, which will necessitate me going in and out many, many times to fix their orders. This is a thing that you can do. I would like you to give me a role for that. And while I am getting their orders and fixing things, there shall be mayhem. I can make lots of mayhem. It will be mm-hmm. a delight to me to make mayhem. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> this is definitely an emotions role. Mm-hmm. And I will say that you are prepared. So that's 2d6. What is your number? Kithric's number is 2 because Kithric is a being of just like unfiltered id. <laughs> Noted. Uh, um, could I offer an assist? You can. So I think the assist would look like we cut from the train car that we're all in to both um, Kithric and Glitch in like kind of i guess probably almost like theater black intern gear oh i think we can remain dressed as we are because this is a music company it's like yes we look like refugees from daft punk sure glitch is backing kithrick up a half step back and uh, is drawing on their their knowledge from having been on youtube uh watching people watching videos of like badly behaved restaurant patrons. So that's like the version of the fighter that they're channeling. So I think for help, I make a roll. And if I succeed, then I'm I will give Kithrick a plus one D. That is indeed true. So I guess I need a one D motions roll from you. Okay. So the downside is that my number is five and emotions (laughs) is not my thing. Was Glitch the best person to help you here? Hard to say, but... <laughs> so this might... This might not Who be knows? ideal. It's an hey, I got a success. Oh, shit! It, uh, I got a six, it, so it wasn't my number, but I did get a success to help. Nice. Beautiful. Cool. So now you are rolling... So now Kithrick is rolling 3d6. 3d6, success is greater than two. <laughs> <laughs> Three successes, one of those is my number. We have ah. rolled some emotions. Wonderful. Ah, so we cut to the feeling. Kithrick snick snacks their mandibles in delight. Aha. Uh-huh. So, is there anything that you'd like to know as you're doing the thing? Is there perhaps information that you want to scope out about the meeting rooms as you enter them that you would like to turn into a question that you'd like to ask me? How can I distress and distract the people in these cars most effectively? (laughs) Right. So, a thing that you notice while walking in this space, while carrying objects in your hand, is that there is a very peculiar physical field in this space. It is part of the field that is also manifesting these train cars as entire floors of buildings instead of narrow vehicle carriages. And it is manifesting in such a way that 
even though you know that you are moving, nothing is being disturbed by locomotive motion at all. You are carrying trays of drinks that are filled to the brim, as if you are just walking on stationary ground. No one has ever, like... Like, people are drinking coffee out of mugs and never seem troubled by the fact that they're on a train. And that gives you the impression, okay, something about this... Something about the field of reality in this space is such that no one has ever experienced... You you get the impression, at least, that no one has ever experienced any of the regular kinds of mess or potential physical distress that would come with trying to conduct business on a train. No one's ever had hot liquid poured on them before. No one's ever made a drastic spill in this space. No one's ever tripped or slipped on a, on a surface in this space before. All you really need to do at this moment is be very clumsy, and it will upset everybody here because it's never happened on a train, on this train, for any of these people before. Brandon, are these cars carpeted? Yes. Fuck yes. Very garish, kind of like goldish, brownish. You get the impression that it's been, that it's like vacuumed on a regular basis. You get the impression that this, that every individual car upwards of like 14 or 15 is very regularly maintained internally such that it would actually be even more traumatic. It dawns on you to make a mess that can't be cleaned for the duration of this trip because it's only going to get cleaned when they come to a stop. So what's the worst mess that you, that you can make? What's the stinkiest thing that you can do in this room? It is funny you ask that. Kendrick has found since coming to Earth that they really like coffee, but frequently the ways in which they enjoy coffee are distressing to others. This doesn't stop Kithrick from trying, because really, you all need to learn to appreciate the value of flavors. Earth is great at flavors. There are so many flavors. Which is why one hand (laughs) has one of the drinks trays filled with venti black coffees that each have six pumps of strawberry syrup in them. The other is lemon lattes, which is not a thing that's supposed to exist. And the milk is curdling in these because of the lemon. I didn't drink coffee and that sounds terrible. Um... The lemon latte is excellent because it not only has flavors, it has textures. Eager. Okay, cool. You distribute, you, you distribute these coffees amongst the, the three meeting cars. <laughs> I distribute most of these coffees among the three meeting cars. As I am going to give a great big venti black coffee pumped full of strawberry syrup to the most important possible person. Whoopsie doodle! I have tripped. This is not only on the carpet, it is also on their suit. <laughs> Several things happen all at once. This individual, one of the exec- one of the executives in the meeting room, recoils suddenly from the scalding temperature of this coffee at the precise moment in time that you hear two people in the car behind you start retching violently. (laughs) That door is closed. You have no idea what's going on in that car. The rest of you are hearing lots of upsetting commotion in the cars ahead of you. Um, Kipnick shouts through their helmet very dramatically, Trala! Good sir! I apologize is profusely, and I understand that your dry cleaning bill will come out of my very small paycheck. <laughs> the guy straightens up, takes a, a handkerchief out of his back pocket, and is wiping away the stain of coffee from his shirt, and then looks at you and is like, Why are you... What's with the helmet? I've come to ooh, the Grand Grand Train from the country of Daft Punk. Yeah. Cool. It's a- Thanks a lot for this. You can 
leave now or something. And like, yes, just... sir. I understand that I will never work in this town again. Yeah, probably not. What the? And you see him like trying to. He is obviously trying to no longer focus on you in this moment and return his attention to to cleaning the thing. Everyone yeah, who is spies that there are documents upon this table which have coffee splashes upon them. Mm-hmm. Is it possible? For a dexterous little new kid, under cover of frantically, helpfully mopping up, to slip away some of these documents? Yeah, if you want to read or steal any of these documents, you can do that very easily with a swords roll. Oh ho ho, this shall be a problem. <laughs> I imagine. Now this you is a that obviously... An exciting, exciting assist. Mm-hmm. I would be happy to Wait. assist. Are the others with us as well? Can Alma hack my helmet to look through it and see what I am seeing? Yeah, this is a thing that Alma can do. Which will also count as an assist. If Alma, you want to make your assist rule first, which is also swords. Okay, I can do that. And so my assistance would be in the form of, since we all, one of the things that we get as a crew is communication devices so that we can talk to Mm -hmm. each other. And so I would be using that feed to say, make sure you get the paper at whatever location on the table. I would probably be using clock information, which may or may not actually convey to (laughs) friends. But I would be like, you know, make sure you get Kendrick the papers. has been here long right. enough to know how to read an analog clock. Okay, okay. So it's like, it would be like, okay, get the things at 2.05, get the things that, you know, like, like we need this, 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 and this. And, uh, okay, let me make my roll. Kithrick is not a Zoomer, unf- unfamiliar with analog clocks. <laughs> okay, so I'm doing a 1d6, and I want it to be less no, than... No, this is oh, sorry. 2d6. I'll give you oh. 2d6. Okay. Unlike me, you know what you're doing. (laughs) That is one success. Okay. Glitch, do you still want to assist? If multiple people can, I would be very happy to. I think... Yeah, definitely. um, Glitch's assist looks like basically taking papers when uh, Kithrick is being especially like, oh no, what has happened? And so there's like drawing and throwing aggro. In terms of like, okay, people's attention is over here. Duke, 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 duke. And, you know, he's grabbing things here, there, wherever. And then mm-hmm. kind of shuffling them over to Kithrick. Then does that give me a 3d6? Well, Glitch needs to roll first. Yep. But the action that you described sounds more like emotions to me than swords. It's about being quick and efficient when someone else is being distracting. Ah, okay, that's fair. I, I'll give you swords for that then. Cool. Uh, so this is 2d6 under my number? Yes. Okay. That is a 1 and a 6 for one success. Okay, cool. So that now puts you at 4d6? Do I have, have expertise or something? Or preparation? Will, is that what you're getting? I will say me? that you're prepared, yeah. Okay. 46, and I've got to get that under a 2 this time. Let's see what happens. Ah! There is one success in there! Yeah, one success is good enough. Good lord, that roll! I just Um, want our listeners to know that that roll is 6, 6, 6, and 1. If we were playing a Forge in the Dark game, that would be an extra crit. Yeah. We're playing the wrong hack of a game made by John Harper. But nice. One success is all that we need. You get glimpses of pieces of information in here that are mostly dedicated to documenting the extensive list of masters and unreleased uh, catalogs that are stored in Whitney Ryder's overall storage of um, personal effects. Some of which are not on the train, but a great deal of which is on the train. You actually do visibly glance the first page of the legal Hansard dedicated to Mini Blue versus Whitney Ryder 
and some legal notes on that, those sheets of paper dedicated not to any actual legal preparation for their defense, but just Whitney Ryder's lawyers being very nasty to Minnie Blue for no real reason in their own handwriting. And the documents do confirm for you that even though they don't state where Carly Rae Jepsen's catalog is on the train, they do confirm that the vault is on the train, as with some other catalogs. I skitter away delightedly. The ears of my helmet have space in them to let my ears move. And as I skitter away inside the helmet, my ears are twitching with delight. As you are walking out of the last meeting car, you notice, more so than everybody else notices, because people are coming and going out of these train cars on a regular basis, you notice a short figure in a hood walk past you with, like, particularly serious intent. I would like to trip them. Impulsively. In the interest of mayhems. Give me a swords roll, 1d6. Oh, okay. This is swords even though I am am chasing the mayhem? It is not an emotion as I cater to the aid. You know what? Passionate action counts. I'll I'll give it. I'll I'll give you. I'll give you it as emotions. Yeah. We have succeeded. It is a five. Okay. Cool. You immediately. Kithrick is bending, not very far because Kithrick's short, to lift this person back up. Oh dear! Oh dear! I am so sorry. Uh-huh. The person who is looking up at you is Minnie Blue. She looks like she has been crying. Her hands are in the pockets of her hooded sweater. You get the impression that she's holding something? You don't know what, and she won't move her hands. You kind of grab her by the elbow, and she looks up at you and goes, What was that about? Down, I think. I am very little. Are you, well, fair. Is she littler than, like, she's not littler than years? But she's not, like, entirely on her feet yet, is why. So, yeah. You. You seem to be in distress. People in distress do things they regret. I think you need it to calm down. I think you need to take five. Is that what people say? Yes, take five. I am, re- I am frequently and repeatedly told to take five. Shall we take t- five together? And Kethrick is fishing through their er, motorcycle leathers, comes up with a massive old-fashioned handkerchief with lace edging and an embroidered monogram and reaches out and holds it out to Minnie Blue. You could use this. You look like you are having what is called a day. Minnie Blue lets out that kind of sarcastic chuckle that people often do when they are annoyed at something. Shakes you off, gets up, takes that kerchief from, from you and wipes her face. And then she stops and looks at you again. Wait a minute. And then she takes out her phone. Tips through something. You got a message from a bunch of numbers the other day, didn't you? I often get many messages from many numbers. Are you a numbers? What? She looks at you very weirdly and then turns around, opens the door to the, uh, to the car where the three of you are standing, and then just walks up to Glitch. Kithrick following in after her, closing the door behind them. Look! found a pop star can i help you you're the crew you're the crew aren't you we work here yes don't give me that she pulls out her phone again scrolls down points the screen at you glitch and you see 
the same username that had sent you all the initial message to meet at the coffee shop. So Glitch looks at that, kind of scrunches her eyes. You working for or are you commissioning from Holly? Holly? I, I got a message from this number yesterday. Why'd you miss the meet? I wasn't there for the meet. I was told that a crew would be here and that you'd make an opening for me. And then your friend here decided to rob me of my chance. Glitch is not great at reading people. So I think instead they look over to to Kithrick and the others. And in the, well, we're, we're right there. Uh, and just says, so what do you think? On the level? Kithrick is tugging at Minnie's elbow and says, I will make you many more chances. I am good at the mischief, the rumpus, the mayhem. Okay. Because I know that Ryder's on this train, and maybe this is stupid, but I'm getting back what's mine before I get off this train. No matter how I have to do it. And... You all have your other thing to do. I don't even know what it is, but I just need you all to continue making enough noise so I can confront Ryder myself. Pithrick has just this, like, full light up in in their body language. You can see that they are practically electrified with glee. Double heist! I guess. So you've been in the first three cars, right? I have, and I would advise you not to go in there. It has made a smell. Audibly, people are still retching inside there. Yoi? Yes? I would like you to give me a roll. First, what is your number? Is three. This is very convenient. I need you to give me a swords roll. Swords. So I am trying to roll below the number, correct? Yes, and you're rolling 2d6, because I will say that you are prepared. Okay, roll... Nope, both of those numbers are above 3. Hmm. This is not ideal. <laughs> you noticed a thing idly looking at the text message that Minnie shared with the rest of the group? But she puts away her phone before you can actually make out the rest of the message. All you can really glean is that Holly Tan reached out to her after reaching out to you all initially. And that she's here for something that Holly didn't seem to be very overt about in the message. So you can't glean much more than that. There is an announcement on the PA system of the train. Good afternoon, passengers. It is your humble host this evening, Whitney Ryder. I'm so glad to have all of you lovely people here spending time with us on the Mr. Me Too. I hope that you're having wonderful time. You're having a wonderful time with your fellow guests, eating good food, have taking good pictures. I hope that you've all fraternized all of the shopping floors further down in the, in the later cars. I will let you know that Nordstrom Rack is actually having a sale in 43. Whenever you're ready, please check that out. And of course, I hope that you're all fraternizing the high-speed Wi-Fi on board this train at the moment so you can take all of your lovely pictures and put them on Instagram. And please tag hashtag MrMeToo. That's the number two. So everyone else can know what a lovely time you're having on this train. Also, I'd like to give a special message to Minnie Blue. The wonderful pop star Minnie Blue is actually on board with us this afternoon. If it's possible you can meet me in car number two at your earliest convenience, please do so. I'd like to have a chat with you. Uh, have a wonderful day, everyone. Click. What a nasty individual. All right, Minnie. So the rule is that whatever he wants you to do, you don't do. What we're going to do is we're going to put you in a different car and we're going to go to car two and see what we can handle. I will, I will set up. It's like, it's like, uh, I'll say, let me have your phone for a second. Can I please give me an emotions roll? 
Oh, that's going to be a nothing burger. All right. Let's see what happens here. <laughs> I'm going to give you 3d6. I'm just going to give you... You're prepared, and I'm just going to give you an extra d6 because I'm nice to you. <laughs> okay, so I need to roll greater than five. <laughs> I have one success, which is actually a five. And so... Ah, nice. Up to the feeling. Is there anything that you'd like to know about Mini Blue in this moment? I think the the main concern that we have is, is, is she going to somehow obstruct what we're trying to do? I think what's really going on here is the question that uh, would, would arise based on the questions that are available to us. That seems the cool. closest, yeah. Lovely. <laughs> Mini Blue looks you in the eye. And you can see tears welling in her eyes again. As she takes her hands out of the, like, join the front pocket of her hooded sweater and rests on the table in your car slash floor, a ball-peen hammer. She doesn't say anything to you. You know exactly what that hammer was for. And she looks to you and says... That bastard took everything from me. I just started out here. I just wanted to make... I just wanted some place to put my feelings, and he decided it was worth more money to hoard than to share, and I was done with it. I, 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 I was going to make a mistake today. But if a bunch of numbers on that forum said that you all are good at what you do, I'm going to trust you all to do it. But I need my masters, or... I don't think I'm going to be in this industry anymore. I don't know what else to do, but trust you all. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to wait right here, and you're going to give me all my records back, and then we're never going to see each other again. Okay? And do. And Mini Blue sits silently at another table in your car slash floor and looks out the window and lets you all do whatever you're ready to do. Okay. I asked, her, I asked to borrow her phone so that I can basically set up a line so that I can give her information that may be, like, basically so I can communicate with her if necessary to tell her to mm -hmm. join us or get out or something similar. And she does, in fact, do the thing. Stay. Did you know that Minnie was going to be on this train? I think so. How do you feel about this interaction that has just happened? I feel quite put out about it. I feel like not only are we not getting the tunes that we were promised, that perhaps her time on the stage has ended a little bit too early. You all head to Cartoon, a very busy execu executive floor. Again, space is distorted in this car such that it looks like a large upstairs floor of dozens of people frantically sharing notes and glancing over laptops as Whitney Ryder in a large glass boxed room to the northeast physically in this space that is still moving on this train is glancing at a large glass monitor that is kind of hovering over his table in the space, seemingly in conversation with someone via video chat on the screen. Everyone who enters the room, I would like you to give me any role that you wish to gain more information about the space that you're in. And I'll do it in order, starting with Kithrick. I would like to roll to figure out how distressed the people here are. Okay, give me emotions. 1d6. 2d6. Oh yes, because I'm an expert at distressing people. Mm-hmm. And I just got to beat a 2. That's a 5 and a 6. Okay. Everybody, they're not panicking. This seems to be par for the course for a level of distress at a high a high turnover entertainment business office but it does seem like they're focusing on a certain kind of in, a certain kind of problem in particular that you can't 
really get a sense of what it is, only that it seems to be related to Whitney Ryder's normal uh, business concerns and not anything specific to the train. That is to say, you have no reason to presume that anybody has been alerted to your presence yet. Stay. Yes. What role would this be? Would it be a swords or an emotive role to gather information about what is happening here? I would like you to also give me an emotions role. Okay, so I need I want to a... see if there's something in particular I want to give you. That 1d6? That's 2d6 for you as well. And I need it greater than 3. Also zero successes. Oh no! Yeah, people seem to be so frantic that they're not paying attention to you, but you can't really tell about what or why. Glitch! Give me a swords roll. So I think for Glitch, this is like a body language threat assessment. Just mm-hmm. in terms of like how people move, not the emotion behind it, but the intent. Mm-hmm. Shall I make that at 2d6, 1d6? Yeah. Uh, three. That is three successes, but no uh, cut to the feeling. Okay, cool. There are no guards in this room. The room is full of people. There are like 60 people moving across in this, moving multiple directions in this room. Leaving the car, moving from several distinct cubicles in this car. None of them are armed. None of them are moving with the intent of a, of a security officer. Everyone here is executive staff. I want to lock the, the uh, door to three behind me. Well done. Alma, please give me an emotions roll. I actually would, if if I can, I'm going to pitch you a swords option, which is that I'm going to be using the cameras in, within the room to attempt to just look at everyone's monitors, basically. Aha, uh-huh, I like this as well. Please, please do the thing. Please All right. Give me a How many roll. dice are you giving this me for this? Is th- this is 3d6. Okay. There's two successes. You briefly access the entirety of the executive server on this floor, on uh, in this car. And that's how you know two things. One, when Whitney Ryder learned that Minnie Blue was on this car, he communicated with one of his friends, the same friend who knew that he was backtracing the So Nice tour, that he had every intention of taking this opportunity to gloat like an asshole in front of Minnie about still owning her masters and not potentially losing this court case at any point in time. And two, Carly Rae Jepsen's entire unreleased catalog is not only in this room, but you can see exactly where it is because it is constantly pinging on all of the security servers in this space whenever it is present nearby any of the security apparatus anywhere on this train. It is a chip that is attached to the hour hand of the Rolex watch he is wearing. It is literally on his person. All right. Well, I will communicate this very quietly to my friends here. (laughs) Follow up. Can I find mini blues stuff? Two successes? I will say that that's a thing that, you, that you're also aware of. Mini Blue's catalog is also on the train. It is a large wooden box presently in car four, which, as you know, is currently full of interns and executives who are throwing up. All right. All right. I convey this information to my teammates. Do you let Minnie know? I will not yet let Minnie know, only because I want us to have a plan first as a group before we bring her into whatever the plan might be. Because we can okay. we can potentially just have a one group plan to get the Carly Rae Jepsen stuff and then leave Minnie to her own devices. Or we can have a two-tier activity that we all are doing together as a unit. So. Thrick feels very bad for Minnie Blue and would not like to leave her to her own devices. <laughs> yeah, it it then so 
the heist parameters now at this point are we must get the watch off of Whitney and we must also get the masters from the other car for Minnie. And so it's possible, for example, that Minnie could be used as a distraction while somebody gets close enough to Whitney to get the watch off. It's possible that we want Minnie to be the one who tries to get the watch off while we are the distraction. Like there's different ways we can approach this. So, yeah, I think it makes sense per uh, what Yuri said in chat is to get the watch, we probably want to stack assists, right? Or do what we would call in Fortune of the Dark setup actions. So the question is yes. how including or how can we do that in a way that includes as many of the characters as possible to kind of do the cool like domino chain heist move? Hmm. Well, let's see. Brandon, since I am dexterous, would I be rolling this with expertise? Oh yeah, definitely. I will give you three d six for this. Base three d six. So this is emotions, I presume. Hmm. What kind of watch is it? It is a silver band, silver bezel Rolex watch. It is weirdly gaudy on the inside, like it's full of so many individually set gemstones that. In the wrong light, it is actually impossible to tell what time it is. Brandon, yes. given the fact that Kithrit can see shrimp colors, is it especially colorful and alluring to me? Well, yeah, definitely. Like, it catching fluorescent light in this room kind of unnecessarily gets your attention, first and foremost, from everyone else. Yeah. I would like to roll emotions on this because the emotion is not just want to save Minnie, there is also a personal emotion of, I want that shiny thing. Mm -hmm. This works for me. Yeah, so 3d6. Two successes. A six, a four, and a Uh one. Okay. (laughs) In the kind of trance of being hyper-focused on this Rolex, you just kind of walk through this crowd of people constantly shuffling one way to the one way and the other in this space all the way to the office where Ryder is still obviously like entranced in this meeting and hasn't even really noticed that you came in just kind of gestures toward you as if you were like an intern who came to get a file from him he hands you a sealed envelope with his watch hand and you can just slide it off right there and then effortlessly and you do when you take the file from him and you step all the way back out and i'd like you as a result to now give me a swords roll oh no 2d6 okay i don't know what exactly is going on but can i do a potentially an assist right now I will say you can do an assist. Your assist is... My assist would be in the nature of distraction. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And you're rolling swords or emotions? I'd be rolling swords because what I would be trying to do is basically crash the Wi-Fi temporarily. Just give it a little hiccup so that everybody's computers do us sad. Simultaneously. (laughs) Okay. Cool. Please give me 2d6. As two successes. Cut to the feeling. Oh, oh, oh. In terms of my cut to the feeling right now, I feel like... Mm -hmm. Because I was going to offer you a thing. Yeah. In lieu of the question, I wanted to make a suggestion to you. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the best way to... <laughs> because you also need to deal with Xville, right? You have no idea how you're getting off this train. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, my thought would have been that if the Wi-Fi stops, they need to fix it, or everyone on the train is gonna is gonna simultaneously revolt, basically. And so it's possible that that I can do it in such a way that it requires a stop, or I can okay. just hack the fire system and then everybody we have to stop because. Oh no, 
to crash sores. Because I was, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so, uh, I have so I have convinced I'm... the train that it is actually not a train anymore. <laughs> I'm giving it a, so, a small crisis. It's downloading an update. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna do you one better, which is while you're deep into the server, you notice that someone else is deep into the server as well. Oh, a friend. And that. And that person, very briefly, hijacks your comms. Well, hello there. Alma, is that you? It is. Nicely done! Well, I mean, you're on the train, so of course you're going to get access to the server. I've been trying to get into this for four months now. But you don't know who I am. Holly Tan, superfan. I just realized we never hooked you up with a vehicle because he decided to do things the nice and easy way. Would you like a hovercraft to pick you up somewhere? Because I can make that happen. That would be extremely excellent because it looks like we're going to have a couple extra packages to pick up, so. Ah, you decided to cause some mayhem, duly noted. You just ping me when you're ready to come off and I'll make sure that a carrier comes, comes to find you. Um, just be out of the train when it happens. It might be kind of messy the other way around. Can do. Duly noted. And then click. <laughs> but you are now sufficiently prepared to just kind of black out the entirety of this room. Not just the Wi-Fi. You, get, you can take the entire... Like, you can take all of the power out in this room if you want. I'm going to hold on to that thought until we're closer to the exit, each of us. Because I feel like the chaos of bringing down the Wi-Fi is going to be enough that we can then get to the exit. And then bringing the power out is going to be kind of the the finale to that. Does that make sense? And we're going to have to pass through the room with Minnie's stuff anyway to get back to our train car. So, correct. Yes? Mm -hmm. All right. So then on our way through there, we'll make a little pit stop. Uh, stay. Can you give me an emotions roll? An emotions roll. So we want the number below or above? Above. 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 Let's uh, see if I type. Roll one d six above three. Unrecognized command. I must have typed that in badly. One d six again above three. That is one success for the 1d6. What do I feel? Aha. Uh-huh. So, here's what happens. Kithrick, you're walking out of the office. You're four feet, five feet, six feet clear of this office door. And then the office door opens behind you. Whitney Ryder pokes his head out and goes, Hey, you! But is not speaking to you. He's instead speaking to stay. Mm-hmm. I do are look you more suspicious. The, are you the new guy? Where are the, the new times? Where are the new times that I was promised? What? The Wi-Fi is down? Can you go speak to IT in the engine car or something? I kind of need to get this sorted out. Kind of now I'm in the middle of something. God, it's like no one here knows how to actually do an honest day's work and then closes the door behind them. How crowded is this train? This car? And is the lock an electronic lock? This car is more or less very crowded. Like, not impossible to pass through, but it is the the most crowded car that you've encountered thus far on the Misty Mm -hmm. Me 2. The lock is... uh, both manual and electronic, but is presently manually locked. Because I have lockpicks. Lockpicks come with the new kid set. No, you, you don't have to worry. Glitch locked the car. Glitch can just unlock it whenever they feel. But he closed the door specifically, Ryder did, to another room within the car. That's the, oh, yeah, that's the his... door I'm asking about. Oh, right. His door is uh, mechanical. Okay. I have a knife that has a laser option. 
may I melt the lock so that he cannot get out with my laser knife. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it happens. In fact, so I need to find out what the consequences of it happening be- will be. So please give me a swords roll. Okay. 2d6. Roll 2d6. Uh, this is less than three. Less than three. That's two successes. Neither of them are a three, though. So, Cool. So you don't cook any of the other of- executive members in this office as a result, but you do seal the silver and brass lock against the glass door and the glass window to its left, such that not only can it not move... But for several hours after this point, the act of attempting to hold this lock will probably cause serious burn damage to uh, Whitney's hands. Bye-bye, rich man. I rejoin my short buddy. Mm -hmm. So presently, you know where many blues uh, records are. You have the entirety of Carly Rae Jepsen's catalog in your hands. And you've been offered a ride out whenever you can get out of the train. So I guess our next move would be to head back to our car and in the process, get Mini Blue and also get Mini Blue's Masters. Mm-hmm. Let us do this thing jauntily and with great joy. Are we going to be encountering Mini Blue first or are we going to be encountering the car with the Masters first or are they both in the um, same car? You will be passing through the car with the Masters before you get to your quarters. Okay. So you can do that first. And again, when you get to that car, dozens of interns and execs are either about to puke or are actively puking and aren't noticing you walk clean past them. You notice wooden, like, lockbox in the corner of the room. You just pick it up and continue on your way. When you get to car number nine you hear a buzzing outside the window. That should be our ride. Let's go. Can we look out the window first to see if that actually is our ride? Yeah, because I could definitely... A wise choice. (laughs) (laughs) She's just Um, very confident at this point because everything's been going so swimmingly. Why wouldn't it be? Out the window, like, 30 feet off, in, like, a clearing of snow... As you, like, continue on this path, you can see a reasonably sized vehicle, what looks like a large drone, essentially, moving at unbelievable speed to try to keep up with the train while also not colliding with trees in this clearing. Alma, you get, like, a very sharp ping in your... Uh, communicator, but nothing else. Okay, do I have any confirmation that this is our ride, or am I just to believe that it is coincidentally, like, based on context, <laughs> this is probably our ride? Yeah, the ping was the context, essentially. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm assuming. Okay, so I will ask Minnie, we have your masters. Do you want them to be delivered to somewhere specific so that you can stay here and be above suspicion or would you like to come with us right now i mean you have it and if you get out if you get out before anyone can say anything then when i gloat no one can take it back from me right i'll message you or holly or whoever and we'll figure it out thank you don't worry i'll find you Hell you! <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> uh, before I leave, Alma erases the traces of her ticket purchase. She Legal was never ticket. here. I have a getting out of the train idea. Uh-huh. Please tell me the thing. All right. So the most important thing that I have is that I have, I have stolen hard sound parachutes from the emergency supply box in car number three because everyone's puking and no one was paying attention. Mm-hmm. The question I, I don't know the answer to is, what's the easiest way to jump off of the train from here? 
If so, we jump, can that drone scoop us? Oh, I've got it covered. Oh yeah, definitely. So the, so the way I'm going to give this to you, because you don't even need to roll for it, the, dra- the, the drone and the, the drone will just end up doing the thing, is that the moment that you ask that question, the train very dramatically starts entering a part of the track where on the window that you're facing is now just cliffs, cliffside. So you can jump, and you have parachutes to jump. And if anything were to go wrong, you just fall to your doom. But the drone just catches you. You didn't even need to pop your parachutes. You just needed to jump. No, I want to use um, the parachute, though. <laughs> okay. I will allow you to do the thing. Because, so the, the parachutes are on, like, wristbands. And basically, mm-hmm. you slip onto wristbands, and then, like, that's the handles for the hard sound parachute. And the sound is the saxophone lick that is the opening of Run Away With Me. And so, like, we, we get, like, the pullback shot of that saxophone playing as the four of us are, like, floating down mm-hmm. to the to the, the X-Fill, if that's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The drone just kind of lowers just a little bit, so you all just be able to glide right into the door that opens as you parachute down. You see a screen that is waiting for you inside the vehicle just has uh the the text the uh, just appears on the screen as you all enter very clever i like that and then the door closes and takes you to your final destination which is an abandoned church building on another side of alberta where is just the drone that delivered you all here One elderly woman is sweeping a patch of snow from one of the front steps outside of the, outside of this cathedral, and then looks up at y'all and goes, I guess I leave now? Just kind of gingerly puts the broom down and walks away. As you emerge from the drone, a a very, like, stern gentleman in jeans and a powder blue polo walks up to you and just kind of puts his hand out. Pithrick is fiddling open their shiny new watch to get the chip out because Kithrick's keeping the rest of this watch. <laughs> I don't care about the watch. You can just give me the thing. So what was the the way for us to confirm yeah, with I the drop-off say, person uh... that it's the right person? Because this isn't Holly. Yep. Kithrick is yeah, holding the watch is... and the chip very close to their mouth because if anything looks like it's going remotely shady, Kithrick will eat this chip. <laughs> Anyone who wants to make any roll, please do so. I will tell you if it's 1D, 1D6 or 2D6 based on what action you're trying to take. I would like to emotions roll on whether I can trust this guy. I'm I'm actually, I, I'm trying to do cold rationality here because I feel like, yes, we were brought here via the vehicle, but... We were also told that we were to drop off the chip at a different location in three days' time, if I remember correctly from the beginning. And so I feel like this is not the appropriate uh, procedure that we were given prior to the start of the mission. Mm-hmm. Both of you rolled 2d6 for me. Oof! Wait, hang on. Wait, I was supposed to roll over, wasn't I? Yes, you're supposed to roll okay. over. So you I used, yes. I used the wrong. Ra- I used the wrong angle bracket, but technically I succeeded both times. Me too. <laughs> yes, you did. Math's okay, hard. Cool. Big save. <laughs> cool. Right. Both of you look at this guy's like, okay, we have we've never met you before. We don't know what the deal is with you. And that's when both of you notice out of the corner of your eye that Holly steps back be- from like 20 feet just like behind this guy's head and walks into the cathedral as if she hadn't actually noticed that you all have arrived. Ooh, ooh. Okay, so what I'm going to do instead, I so I if if I see you moving, I'm going to be like, okay, and I'm going to pull out a a like small just a like a micro SD card. It's blank. <laughs> He doesn't know that. And I'm going to 
slip it into a bill, like a dollar bill, and be like, all right, man, if you're going to buy yourself some booze or whatever, here you go. And I like I make eye contact and I make sure he can feel that there's a chip in the dollar as I pass it over. <laughs> uh... But I'm trying to like make the transaction appear uh, as if I'm normal. Give me giving money to a panhandler. <laughs> Give me another swords rule one d six. One d six. You got it. This is gonna be bad. <laughs> Here we go. No. Yep. Roll to six. (laughs) Right. The guy looks at you and goes, you know, if you don't trust me, you could just go inside, you know, but that's what I'm here for. Let's go inside then. As they pass this guy heading into the church, Kithrak looks up at him and says, I do not like you, sir. And snick snacks their mandibles threateningly. The blues are... No, did The blues are too close... But not close enough. And Glitch just walks Come by. Come on, man. I, I really like this. You know what? Salmon. Just it's a ahead, beautiful then. color on so many people. You really have to have the right skin tone for salmon. No, I think, I, think this, I think this person can do it. I believe in you. I don't trust you, but I believe you can pull off salmon. <laughs> salmon so you is all... a tasty fish. Oh, God. <laughs> So you all walk into this cathedral, kind of broken down on the inside. There are large holes where snow and melted water is now falling in through the roof and some edges of the wall. Some of the old pews are now mildewed or broken down. At the altar, you see a large stone bell hanging by a rope between the two mostly semi-shattered stained glass at the edge. You see a very large gramophone in the center of the altar with this large wooden stem holding what looks like the skull of a crow or a raven that is leaning over where a vinyl record would be, as if this is the needle for this gramophone. And you see a large golden chalice right in front of that gramophone. And you are hearing wind rushing from this chalice for some reason. You see Holly, like, rush up to the altar and just kind of look at it very peculiarly and then turn towards you and goes, Oh, you guys actually made it. I never... Oh, right, I gave you all the vehicle so it came to look for me. I... This wasn't supposed to happen today, but I guess it can still let me get my we can go we can go and come back later do you want us to go and come back later no now it's fine i can give you all the rest of your money takes out her phone and wires you immediately the rest of all of your funds and goes in fact because you all delivered it again because the vehicle already did the thing and wires you all another 1.1 million credits each so now you're all at 2.1 million credits each for your delivery. Cool. This is grand. So thank you so very much for this. I will just take this off your hands now. And walks toward... <laughs> walks towards Stay to ask for the vault. I really look like I have the vault. Yeah. You look like the one who's like most most possessed of arcane secrets. So I think it's like a really reasonable assumption. Mm. Well, can I detect with my feelings exactly how shady of a situation we are in? You can, but it'll be one d six. Cool. I'll one d six it. Can any of us help? Yeah, is there an assist I can offer here? Yeah, this is all very sus. <laughs> I am using feeling, so I guess, depending on all of your composite body language, it will inform me exactly how creepy all of us are, how creeped out we all are. Hey. 
Because sometimes knowing whether or not you are in a bad situation depends a lot on whether everybody around you can confirm that you are in fact not nuts. We are all listening to our lizard brains right now. I would like to take off my helmet and reveal my little goblin-y face and my twitching ears, which are just subconsciously going wild. Because, like, I want to smell the air in here. Something feels weird. Let's smell the air unfiltered. Can this count as necessity? Okay. Also, is my goblin-y little alien face going to freak out Holly? Holly seems mostly unbothered. But I'm going to let both of you all roll for your assists. That's Glitch with Swords and Kithric with Emotions. 2d6 each. Mm-hmm. Two successes on my assist. Two successes on my emotions. Okay, cool. Both of you don't notice, like, you don't get the impression that you're about to be double-crossed. You just get the, inc- the impression that something weird is about to happen in this moment. You don't know how you feel about it yet. It does feel kind of weird and off-putting. You get the impression that you don't want to be here. In particular, Glitch... Something about this vibe, something just about the vibe of this atm- of this space feels not directly threatening to you all, just threatening in general. So I think the the response that uh, that we see on Glitch is that she kind of like checks all the corners, looks at the the chalice and the the gramophone, and says, "What's next on the playlist?" I am going to make a rule for a thing. As we all wait. Very, very suspensed. Okay. (laughs) While a thing is about to happen, I would like Stay to give me... What were you about to roll again? I was going to roll emotions to determine, I think I'm rolling emotions to determine how bad are things going to get, and therefore, how extreme should my next move be. Okay. Give me... So with those two assists, is that 3d6? That's 4d6. Okay. 4d6 over 3. Oh! Three successes, and all of them are three. (laughs) My number. (laughs) You cut to the feeling three times! (laughs) Everything that is about to happen, you are going to notice all of it all at once. The vibe that you get, like, you're going to get questions, but before you even get to ask any of these questions, I'm going to just give you things, because things are also about to happen. Glitch says, what's next on the playlist? And Holly goes, funny you should ask that. And then immediately, Holly's face turns serious. I've been waiting for this moment a very long time, you know. Even before the tour got cancelled, and then it did, and that's when I realized something. I realized that sometimes you need to replenish the emotional tank. You just need to disappear and recharge. Sometimes, you just need to no longer be here on this plane of existence. Holly snaps her fingers, and this large black obelisk falls onto the turntable of the gramophone behind her. It is as wide as a vinyl record would be, except it is pure square, and at the top of it is this large groove that curls inward from one of the faces all the way to the center of the square. And it falls down onto the gramophone, and the raven's beak needle hits it exactly in the groove. And Call Me Maybe starts playing. But it starts playing wrong. You hear it once, and then Again, playing right on top of it, and then again, playing right on top of it, until somewhere around the chorus, you're just hearing it over and over and over again, until it starts 
grating and making this loud mechanical groan against the gramophone. The golden chalice starts rising up out of the ground and turning towards you. And that's when you notice there's a large black hole inside it. And the vault just kind of lifts out of your hand and goes right into it and through. And then Holly turns to you, Kithrick, and says, I'm going to find the lighthouse if it's the last thing I do. And then snaps her fingers again and everything goes black. The theme music for Speculate is Yellow Wood by Greg's band The Road. Find out more at www.thebandtheroad.com. Hi, everyone. If you've enjoyed what we've been doing here on Speculate and you've been thinking to yourself, where can I get more role-playing in my life? Can I recommend arvaneleron.com, A-R-V-A-N-E-L-E-R-O-N.com, where you can check out the Curse of Strahd podcast. This, set in the world of Ravenloft, is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign, which has been running for a long time with a similar group of players, and which has been both a lot of fun and I think you will find enjoyable. If you like it, please let us know both there and over here. You can subscribe to it on iTunes, Google Play Podcasts, and many other fine podcast providers. Thanks, and we'll see you over there.